My friends, today is going to be a rough one, for we have not slept in several nights. Is it because we fear our enemies may attack us while we sleep? No, of course not. We could beat the shit out of them in our sleep. In fact, we actually did once. It was really hard to explain to the cops. This is just because we cannot fucking get comfortable at all. Yes, we sleep in the same bed, and no, we will not elaborate. It's just that these fucking pillows are way too thin. A piece of paper would provide more support. Like, who the fuck were these made for? Now, just because we can literally see sounds right now does not mean we're taking this week off. We are professionals, and the show must go on. Now let's talk about beans. Welcome back to My Parents' Basement, the only show that doesn't actually have any beans. I'm sorry I lied. I'm Sam. I'm Griffin. That, that's fucked up for you, dude. You, you can't just promise beans to people and then take them away. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. So in return, we're going to bring back a, an old segment that we did once, but we both enjoyed it, so we're going to do it again. And that segment is weird wrestling storylines, and I'm going to tell you the story of New Nexus. Oh, that, that sounds like the f- fucking portal to another world. It has a, that, that sounds like a story arc in like an in like an anime. I will say this: it does have an amazing end, but it's so fucking weird how we got there. So I'm very excited. We're also going to be talking more Overwatch, more Elon versus Zuck. But, Probably the end, unfortunately. Yeah, but we're going to save that closer to the end. But because we're also, as the title says, talking fucking Baldur's Gate three. We'll end with that. Let's start with Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite? Fortnite Battle Pass? Fortnite Battle Pass. Um, I, I can't believe that Fortnite just keeps it just keeps going. Like it, it it will never stop having just the most insane crossovers and just like bring people back over and over. It really is like crazy that every other battle royale has died except mm-hmm. Fortnite, which continues to make money. Yeah. That's because just, they somehow have the connections to get the crossover with like, like the the fucking largest IPs on the planet. Like literally, I don't understand how they do it. I really don't, and I don't think I ever will. But this time, it is Jujutsu Kaisen, which I would have never guessed in a million fucking years. Yeah, I, I'm really surprised because like. They've had anime crossovers in the past, but it's been for, like, genuinely the biggest animes ever. You know, like Dragon Ball, Naruto. Have they had other ones? My Hero Academia. My Hero, yeah. I guess My Hero's not as big, but it's still, like, huge. It's still very, very popular. Um, Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen, like, I'm not going to ask act like it's a fucking secret hipster unknown show that, like, only 12 people in Japan have heard of. Like, it, it, it's clearly very big. But, like, it, it's definitely way, way more niche compared to, like, the ones they've had. And I feel like that's shown by, like, a lot of people um, when they announced this, like, didn't really know anything about Jujutsu Kaisen. They're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I, it just came across, like, my TikTok feed, and I got really mm-hmm. fucking confused because I thought this was, like, a joke or something. Yeah. But no, it's a fucking real thing. Yeah. Also, I, th- I think, like, I feel like this is, like, it literally feels like a, a meme. Like, it doesn't feel real. I I don't understand. Like, is there going to be, like, a whole event around Season 2? Or is it just going to be the skins? 
Um, I don't. I feel like they usually have at least some kind of event whenever they do like these crossovers, right? They usually do. I don't think yeah, they I feel, did I feel like one. Be something. I don't think they did one for Naruto though. Did they? Hmm. They they at least had like a I don't know if they did like a big event, but they had like a weapon in the game. I think it was like a Rasengan or something, like something from Naruto. Because um I I did see with like the Jujutsu Kaisen crossover, they're gonna have like some weapons from it too. Like they're gonna have Gojo's purple purple nurple blast. <laughs> I really hope that's what it's actually called <laughs> that's the official name of it they have like that and then they have like another weapon from Jujutsu Kaisen or something so like they'll, they'll they're slightly changing the game mode like that like that's how they've done with other crossovers um like if, if you remember during the Star Wars one they had like you could find a Jedi and then get the fucking lightsaber from them yeah I remember that I also remember like the Dragon Ball one they had like you can literally like collect Dragon Balls and watch Dragon Ball Super oh okay that was insane that you could actually just watch full episodes of Dragon Ball Super it just was only, in a Fortnite mode it was only three episodes though and none of them were good yeah. were they even like back to back episodes or were they just three random episodes I think they were back to back episodes okay but like, I remember one watching of, one. It, it wasn't like the middle of a fight or anything. It was just kind of like a random, like almost like fillery episode. Like it, I remember, it was one of them was like them trying to figure out how to get the Super Saiyan God, mm. and that was it. And I was just baffled. I'm like, you're not going to show any of the parts of this that people liked. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Because it didn't get good until the Universe Six tournament. <laughs> I mean, that was just, they they just wanted popularity for um, Dragon Ball Super at the time, I feel like. On the bright side, though, I did get the Vegeta skin. Oh, yeah, which is, like, probably one of the most important purchases you've made in your life, I would think. Absolutely. Are you kidding? I actually, I used that in a video, so it's already (laughs) paid itself off. Oh, absolutely. But But I I, I just feel like fucking um, them putting Jujutsu Kaisen in the game is going to like make me have to download Fortnite again and play it again. That always happens with us. There's always like a good like two or three week period where every mm-hmm. so often we'll be like, fine, we'll play Fortnite again. Fine. They, they, those fucking bastards got us. We, we will try it out again. Yep. And we always have a good time and then it fizzles out and then it comes mm-hmm. back. Yeah. So like, Fortnite is like always fun, especially like, like when you're playing with, with, um friends like it's, it's always fun at least for at least for a couple of days some some games yeah all right let's move on because i want what's this pokemon dlc news okay um so i, I feel like we talked about last week there was like a big nothing burger of a pokemon direct where they spent i think like 45 minutes talking about absolutely fucking nothing yeah um, you did met you we did talk about that last yeah. week yeah and then for some reason, so they spent that whole time saying nothing. And then this week, they released another trailer for the like upcoming DLC that had more new information. So it's like, why the fuck couldn't you just spend a little time talking about that at the direct that was like two days prior? Wait, so a few days after the direct, they release mm-hmm. a. Tra- what the fuck? That makes the direct even more pointless. Yep, they released a, a separate trailer Fuck, for like the Pokemon <laughs> DLC that was different from the trailer they showed during the direct that had different information and like more new information. So it was like, what? Wh- what the fuck? <laughs> like what? I I don't get 
the Pokemon company. What was it's so? It's literally so. So like during the during the original Nintendo Direct trailer, they like announced a couple new Pokemon. Like there's like weird long neck Raikou. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. I thought that's what you were going to talk about, honestly. <laughs> yeah, there's weird long neck Raikou. And, but, like, at first they, like, didn't have a name or a type. And then, like, in the trailer two days later, he had a name and a type. I was like, why Why would you separate that out? I don't, I don't get it. Does this mean we have to update our list of the legendaries? I think so, yeah. I think he's going to be, I think they're new legendaries. I think after, he's After my- the DLC, we will. Well, if anything, he's my new least favorite. Because he looks so fucking bad. Yeah. I. <laughs> Why the fuck do they have to make Giraffe Raikou? Why couldn't he just have stayed a tiger? What, what was wrong with that? I don't know. Or, like, make him look more like the animal he's based on. But, yeah. I, whether he's a cat or a dog, I'll tell you one fucking thing. The animal does not have that long of a neck. Yeah. Well, I feel like he's based on, like, a saber-tooth, like, a tiger or a saber-tooth cat. And Sabretooth cats are already, like, an ancient Pokemon. He's supposed to be, like, an ancient Pokemon. So, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, an ancient animal. See, look, but if anyway. this was, like, an origin form, I would understand it. Because yeah. the origin forms look weird They're supposed to be wrong. different, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is just, like, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is just stupid. But they also announced, like, there's, like, some new moves and stuff. But then there's, like, a big thing that they announced there's going to be a new Terra type. In the what? DLC, so there's already a terror type for every type, and there's going to be an extra one. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that there's going to be a new type, or it's going to be like some something special. Like I, I have no idea what the fuck it could be. Is it like when you catch a Pokemon, they might turn into this type or this type sort of thing? I don't. I have no idea. It, it's like so you know, in like Scarlet Violet, you can like terrestrialize your Pokemon to make them like I guess any type. Yeah, it's going to be like you can make it this new type and i i don't know what the fuck that is like i don't know if it's an is it a totally new type or if it's just like something like a special ability I, I don't know it's fucking weird i would love if like they said that and instead of being like this is what's gonna happen they were just like now you tell us do you like this <laughs> like we're gonna tell you this really vague thing and you're gonna put the pieces together and that's yeah, you what fill it'll in be. the blanks for us please I mean, we are creatively bankrupt. We rely on our fans now. It's Game Freak. They've been creatively bankrupt since the since early 2000s. Yeah. For like 10 years, half of the Pokemon that come out every game are like forms of old Pokemon. Yeah. That, so much so that they were just like, let's just drop the pretenses. This is a fucking prequel game now. <laughs> I can't... I t- give it to someone else, Nintendo, for the love of fucking God. I wonder if Nintendo has any control over whether or not Game Freak yeah, gets the it, game or not. It isn't even just that like Game Freak is doing a bad job. Because like I'm sure it's some people like the directors at, or whatever at Game Freak, but like those are just that they have to grind out a new Pokemon game every fucking year, or like a, a new game or DLC every single year. And it's like you just can't make a new game in that long. Pokemon was like, more special when it like it was like. Every seven years, a Pokemon mm-hmm. game would come out. Yeah, it was like literally some of the most like beloved games in the series were like after like forty, three or four years of like development time. Like Gen Four and Gen Five, I feel like they, you know, they had side Pokemon stuff. You know, they had Mystery Dungeon, whatever, blah blah blah, on the side. But like the mainline Pokemon games, they're only making one every like three or four years, at least. Like not just 
trying to crank out a fucking like a main game or a a remake or whatever like every single year also it i remember like when scarlet and violet came out we were like this feels too soon yeah it felt too soon when we like first heard about it because it was like oh shit didn't like the dlc for or like didn't it feel like the dlc for sword and shield had like just come out and that's because it had and there was like no it was like the announcement came out right after legends arceus was out and it's like we literally had a month to play Legends Arceus, and then they already announced a new Pokemon game. It's like, give it some fucking time. It also doesn't help that Legends Arceus was better, but... Yeah, that 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 also hurts. Because then, like, when we were playing Scarlet Violet, like, I actually liked it, but, but, like, I could very clearly tell it wasn't finished. I liked it, too, but when it makes my Switch almost explode in my lap... Yeah, it, it gives your Switch a, a battery time of... Oh, like a whopping 20 minutes it was, it was really funny just be like i took it it like i took it out of the dock i put mm. it in my lap and i was like i'm gonna play pokemon and then 10 minutes later it's like battery at 20 percent. i'm like i had 75 percent. yeah it's like t- take take it out of the dock play for 20 minutes let it recharge for an hour <laughs> i'm maybe these dlc will be good but i i'm just g- gonna give up on pokemon until the next gen comes out honestly yeah well an- another big thing they that w- they announced i feel like that the other big reveal of this is that all of the starter pokemon are going to be like available again a- as part of the dlc so like i guess you'll, you'll be able to just like catch them in the wild which on the one hand it's cool that you can get the starter pokemon again like you know we we, we, we did our starter pokemon ranking you know that we love the gen 3 guys and a lot of the pokemon but on the other hand, that also means they're just fucking selling us the starter Pokemon, which are like usually people's favorite for DLC. <laughs> it is weird. I always thought it was kind of weird how there was never a chance for you to catch them again in any mm-hmm. of the games. But making you pay for the opportunity to do that is just somehow worse. Yeah, it feels kind of fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, is that it for Pokemon news? Yeah, that, that that's pretty much it. So it, it, it kind of sucks that they're there's like oh don't you want to buy the DLC you can play as you can play as your favorite guys again you can play as uh, Blaziken and Swampert but yeah you gotta pay for it it's not free yep which by the way I'm pretty sure you could do that via Wonder Trade but but you you just get them probably yeah yeah you could just get it and they already did like a bunch of like raids that had a bunch of them in it like you could already get. I know at least Charizard, I think, like, the Gen 6 starters, like, from Raids. So if you had them already, you could just, like, breed them and get more. Raids are the dumbest fucking thing they've ever added to Pokemon. Yeah, a bunch of them you could already get, but they're also limited time because they have to be an event. I just, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Up next is us talking once fucking again about Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Because holy fucking shit. <laughs> it's the story that just keeps on giving. We, we keep saying this, but how, literally how does it keep getting crazier? Like, you would think that, like, that eventually it would be done. It's like, there keeps being news. Every single week, there keeps being news about it. And it's not like we're searching for this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just because we're interested in it. It comes up on our feed. And also, let's not forget, this is something everyone wants to see. So, 
Yeah, everyone was like, oh, we could actually see Mark Zuckerberg kick the shit out of out of Elon Musk? Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like a wonderful time. So on Friday, after we recorded the episode, it came out that Elon Musk tweeted um, that it, the fight is going to be happening. It will be um, managed by his and Zuckerberg's foundations, not UFC, and that everything would be live streamed and it would it would like ha- like i'm sorry i'm stumbling over my own fucking words that he spoke to the prime minister of italy and minister of culture and they have agreed on an epic location everything in camera frame will be ancient rome nothing modern at all so that that was from elon musk himself yeah i i think people would think that they're going to have it in the fucking coliseum I mean, that makes the most sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That place hasn't been used for a fight in years. I would love for the first fight in like hundreds of thousands of years to be Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, Elon Musk getting his shit kicked in. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I, w- I would have loved it too. Unfortunately, three <laughs> days ago, Mark Zuckerberg, I think this was on threads. Mark Zuckerberg. Who created Facebook again? Can't think of the uh, guy who made Facebook movie. Fuck, man. <laughs> Sorry. Um, he said that he is no longer fighting Elon Musk because, quote, Elon isn't serious. You you read it, right? Yeah. Did you like the full quote up? Because because it, 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 it's really a great quote. I do have the full quote up. Let me let me read it out for all the people listening in the crowd. All the no people listening. Um. I think we can all agree Elon isn't serious and it's time to move on. I offered a real date. Dana White offered to make this a legit competition for charity. Elon won't confirm a date, then says he needs surgery, and now asks to do a practice round in my backyard instead. If Elon ever gets serious about a real date, an official event, he knows how to reach me. Otherwise, it's time to move on. I'm going to focus on competing with people who take the sport seriously. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what a fucking statement. Just just a fucking verbal beatdown. He if he can't actually give him a beatdown, he should provide these hands in in text format. I firmly believe everything Mark Zuckerberg is saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Also, because I feel like Elon Musk at this point is just like a pathological liar. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. The the fact that he tricked everyone into thinking he was a genius is astonishing. Yeah. I mean, there's also just just the fact of like, like people know that Mark Zuckerberg actually has been like like training for for fighting. Like Elon has not, and he's he's been saying all over Twitter like I I need surgery or whatever. He's been like saying that he's training, but be. Prior to this whole beef starting, he hadn't. Yeah. Also, you said Mark has been training. You mean his engineers have been replacing his scrawny bits with more sophisticated, advanced, muscular robot bits. That's true. He's been getting software updates um, in in all of the most advanced forms of combat. And then he, he's, he's also been having, been having hardware updates as well. Mm-hmm. But what really sucks about this is it sounds like it's the end of the saga. 
Yeah. It's fucked it, up. We never thought we were gonna we were gonna have to see the end. I didn't want to see the end. Also, hi Jules. Uh, I did not want to see the end of this. Yeah. No. I, I, well, I, I I wanted to see the end being a fucking fight. I <laughs> like want- if, if if we're gonna have this like joke of two super billionaires doing nothing with their time than just fighting with each other, at least give us that. At least give it to us. That would have been amazing on every sense of the word. But no. Elon's a little bitch baby, allegedly, and <laughs> I don't know if I have to say allegedly there, but I'm going I'm to say it just in case. Elon's a little pussy bitch baby, allegedly, and he won't do it. What? What's What's this? What's this surgery Elon needs? Does he need fucking courage? <gasps> Damn, he needs a courage injection stat. Yeah, someone take this man to Oz. He needs to talk with the cowardly lion. Got his ass fucking got him i think that's the worst roast i've ever given in my life fucking rip bozo (laughs) that's bet you don't even feel like having those 200 billion dollars now bitch (laughs) allegedly (laughs) oh my fucking god i just i kind of get why he wouldn't want to do it yeah i bet he thought like zuckerberg was just gonna show up and not really care. Yeah, Zuckerberg is just going to be in the in the fucking gym, looking like RoboCop, <laughs> and, and like just just imagining Elon Musk's face on every opponent that he fights. Can you imagine? <laughs> like this is the start of like of Zuckerberg's just fucking change. Like he he just decides to become the the like title heavyweight UFC boxer. See, no, no, no. I think that's what's I'm thinking too. Because don't forget, at the end of this, he says. I'm going to focus on competing with people who take the sport seriously. Yeah, the, the, this is going to be his career change after like 20 years of just being like the richest person on the planet or or nearly that. He's like, fuck it, I'm bored. Did you ever watch Friends? Um, Not the whole thing. I No, I just remember there's this like weird plot line with one of Monica's boyfriends who's played by john favreau by the way <laughs> and mark's road to wrestlemania <laughs> that's a good one uh but she's dating this billionaire who's played by john favreau who's like i've i've conquered the business world i've done all these things that i've always wanted to do the only logical next step for me is to become ufc champion and <laughs> And I feel like that's what's happening right now. Like, I I think you're fucking right. I think I think he Mark Zuckerberg must have been sitting at home watching an episode of Friends, and he was like, "By God, that's what I should do." I mean, I'm I guess when your home planet abandons you, like Invader Sim, alleged, yeah. allegedly, you need <laughs> you need something to do. And I guess he just found it. He he found his one true calling is to just annihilate all of the Earthlings in the octagon. I, to I would one hundred percent pay to see Mark Zuckerberg get in the ring with somebody. I mean, would you not? Oh yeah, yeah. No, that, that's what's funny is like, can you imagine how successful this fucking pay per view would have been? Well, I feel like it would have pissed a lot of people off because oh they, yeah, they uh, obviously it would have. They would have gone. It's like a paying for like an extremely high profile boxing match and then the guy just goes down in the first round and it's over 
Yeah, but I mean that that's like isn't that like like the some of the Jake Paul or Logan Paul fights? Yeah, that's true. But also Jake Paul, Jake Paul specifically, because I don't Logan Paul did fight Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, Jake Paul like goes after like this retired athletes and like yeah, like like out of shape football players that he can beat up on. Okay, we're also us saying this is not. Us saying we could beat Jake Paul in a fight. <laughs> no, no, certainly not. He, he, we could team up two on one, and I think he would still kick the shit out of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, certainly. We could team up two, two on one while well, he had his hands tied behind his back. I don't think we would win. I don't love our chances. Babe, you could not fucking beat Jake Paul. I don't. <laughs> you. You he would he would beat the shit out of all of us so fucking bad that we would get PTSD from hearing it's every day, bro. What? Oh my god! Well, I already do from like 2016 or whatever. Me too. But I- <laughs> that just reminds me of like, do you remember how like Mike Tyson said in his prime said that he could like fight a gorilla? <laughs> yes. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Mike Tyson in his prime could not fight a gorilla. He could fight a gorilla and lose. He could not beat a gorilla. To be fair, he never said he could win. He just That's said he true. could fight a gorilla. That's true. No one can stop him from fighting a gorilla. I I would love to see like he goes to a zoo to see the gorillas and he's just like, I'm coming for you, bitch. <laughs> and the gorilla just eating. Okay, can you imagine like they set up this like really hype and like very official like like pay-per-view boxing match of the century you know like 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 mayweather pacquiao blah blah blah. except it's tyson tyson v a gorilla tyson (laughs) yeah people are settled down in their seats and then mike tyson just gets his arm ripped off in round one That'd be so fucking funny. I mean, it'd be horrifying to watch. (laughs) I'm not saying I want to see that happen, but just the thought of him coming into this fight just so fucking confident. They're doing the press conferences, and he's sitting at the chair. Meanwhile, the gorilla's in a fucking cage going ape shit, and he's like, I'll kick your ass. Or even better, he's like shit talking to the gorilla. The gorilla's just like eating like a like a stick. It's like very calm. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking of right now? It's like mansion party. You really gotta agitate the pandas. To <laughs> the very docile by nature. <laughs> I lace the gorilla's bamboo. <laughs> oh my fucking god. This, that is the funniest image I think I've had in my head in so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god, that's just, that's amazing. All right, we're not talking about that. Let's let's move on. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's move on to another piece of very silly news. Yeah. So again, something else that we've talked about constantly. Overwatch two, Griffin. You take the lead on this. Oh my gosh. All right. So the new season of Overwatch 2 just came out, uh, season six or something. But mm-hmm. along with the new season coming out, Overwatch 2 also released on Steam. And with it releasing on Steam are Steam reviews. So 
as of right now, as we are recording this, and I'm sure it's going to go up by like 20,000 by tomorrow, mm-hmm. all reviews are overwhelmingly negative with 136,182 reviews. Yeah, I, I, I think that it is the... I don't know if it's the most disliked by like percentage, but I think it's the most disliked by amount of negative reviews like of any game on Steam. It is the most disliked game on Steam currently, and which I, is insane. That's cra- like it, it just popped up like you said a week ago. I like cannot believe how crazy this shit is because are you like have do you have Steam pulled up right now? Uh, let, let, let me grab it. Because they, they're all the fact that like so many people took the time to like write a review too. It's like for I feel like for a lot of them, it's like hours played two. Yeah, and oh. fucking hate despise the game according Absol- to the review. Absolutely, I am staring at it right now, and the top one that I see is um people that make Overwatch porn put more effort into their work than this. Damn. I, I, I will I will say I, I want to say like a lot of people are shitting on the developers in in the reviews and it's it's not the fucking developers' fault. Like what do you mean? It, it's it's not just the developers' fault. Like like it's not just the people who like fucking code the game. It's not their fault that the game is terrible. It's like the game direction and and Blizzard as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like their organization and their plan is just fucking terrible. Someone Someone just released a, a list of games that you can get for $15. 50 games of varying genres, roughly around the same price range for PvE. The more pricey games are in the range of $40 Ultimate Watch Point Pack and Overwatch. If you can afford Overwatch PvE, you can afford any of these great games. And it's like Payday 2, Hades, Hollow Knight, Elden Ring, Octopath Traveler 2. What? Some very, very good games that you can get for very cheap. All right, I, I, I literally just pulled up the reviews. Just the the ones that I immediately see. We've got, uh, I hate this stupid fucking game. Anyway, here's a borscht recipe. <laughs> um, finally, I can now uninstall Battle.net. <laughs> um, a recommended review that says, I recommend the porn, not the game. <laughs> The only reason it exists on Steam is so you can give it a bad review. <laughs> one, one of these reviews, what inspired you to build the second Krusty Krab right next to the, the original? Hello, I like money. <laughs> oh my 2016, God. game is good. Horn is good. 2023, game is bad. Horn is still good. <laughs> I, I, I feel like also at this point, like once it picked up steam, how like once it once it picked up steam of how like much dislike the uh, steam client was getting, like everyone just started going on to it. Like like it, it's basically just a fucking meme at this point. Like people just want to add on to their views because like it's one of those things where everyone just wants to dogpile on because it's it's like it's so insane how many there are. It is honestly funny. Well, you know what I bet it is is these are people that probably played it on Battle.net and because no, that that. Yeah, absolutely. And because there's no way to fucking review a game on Battle.net, they they came here and was like, I can finally tell you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you can actually see what, what people think for of this game. And mm-hmm. like, like, 
like you said, a lot of people who used to like this game and were very big fans of this game back in the past five, six, seven years who are like, what the fuck is this shit? This is garbage. <laughs> and are like now able to voice their complaints through like a uh, better avenue than just, you know, like complaining on Twitter to nobody or like complaining on the fucking I don't know, Overwatch forum or something. I, I see two reviews that are just links to the Team Fortress 2 Steam page. <laughs> this is insane. What else we got? Um, instead of wasting your time and money on this quote-unquote game, here's a recipe for the Black Forest cake or the Portal cake. I just saw that one too, actually. Oh, big mistake coming to Steam. Now you have the whole community critiquing your game accurately for all Steam users to see. <laughs> I know this has just become us reading these, but fuck, these are so oh, funny. These are so good. There's one that is just the fucking ASCII art of like the Chad meme. Yeah. And the text is, download the game, write a bad review, uninstall the game. There's one that's the Megamind meme, and it's like, no free PvE. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my favorite one so far. It's two quotes from Jeff Kaplan in 2019. What we're hoping to do with Overwatch 2 is really redefine what a sequel means. And Overwatch is a team v team, 6v6 competitive experience. And there's no way we're losing that at all. Oh, no. They should make a sequel that includes the whole PvE experience we were promised with skill trees and call it Overwatch 2. <laughs> <laughs> This is amazing. Wow. Oh, my God. That Honestly, pro hats off to the creativity of all these fucking re reviewers. There's a lot, a lot of good shit. Oh, wait, you can I, show. I, again, I, I I, don't think people should be hating on the just the developers because it's, it's not just the people who fucking, like, are doing software development for the game. <laughs> it's, like, Blizzard's fucking organization and management that is just absolutely shitty and just forced a trillion microtransactions into this, into this game and just ruined it. I cried at the part when Reaper said bye, bye, bye and locked the new heroes behind a battle pass and scrapped the story mode. Truly the game of all time. Thank you, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> it's an indie company, guys. <laughs> Give them a break. <laughs> There's one of these reviews, I don't even know why, but it just has like, it has 115 comments and all of them are just ASCII art of Walter White. I'm staring at that one too. <laughs> That's a great one. Oh my God. Love to see oh. the community working so well together. Uh, there's a, a link to the, to the Paladin Steam page. Yeah. That's so funny. Paladins was a fucking Overwatch ripoff back in the day. There's a link to the Baldur's Gate Steam page. Play Baldur's Gate, by the way. Link to we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, link to Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Ever. How to enjoy Overwatch. In uninstall Overwatch. Open P-Hub. Search Overwatch. Thank me later. ASCII art of a middle finger. There's one review that has the tag "product received for free," and they say it's free until you realize the real price is your soul. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is tough. This is the greatest thing we've ever experienced. This this is one of the most impressive bandwagons I've ever seen. <laughs> 
I have a new hobby, reading Overwatch 2 reviews. It gives me so much joy seeing this garbage being nuked by everyone. Long have I waited for this to happen, but I'm not satisfied yet. Not until all Overwatch 2 servers are shot down. <gasps> Jesus. Like, holy shit. <laughs> People hate this game, and for good fucking reason. Jeez. Oh, um... They, there had been a lot of, like, shitposting in, in the discussions, too, but I think that's, like, moderated. Because I went over to the discussion page, and it's, like, pretty normal. So I, I'd seen before a lot of it was, like, how to uninstall Overwatch. Oh <laughs> how to God. install TFT. How to find Overwatch porn. Like, shit like that. So many of these are just, like, the porn is good. Like, Widowmaker yeah. ass good. <laughs> Great. Good job. It's a That's a recommended review, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. Uh, oh, installed this game just to verify its authenticity, and yep, they completely ripped off famous characters from Rule 34 and even gave them clothes, disregarding the original lore. My disappointment wow. is immeasurable. Wow. All right, one more. One more for me, and then you you find one more that you like. Right. Wait, no, sorry. I, 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 saw, so I thought they were, like, deleting the discussions. I was looking in the wrong place. It wasn't discussions. It was guides. The first guide is, or the second guide is how to delete Overwatch still. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as reviews are flooding in and no one will read this, I like being pegged. <laughs> great. Really great. Really good. Oh my fucking god! Do you have one more that you would no, like? No, I, I I close it out. I'll I'll let you, I'll let you find find one if you got it. Yeah. I love that people are asking for loot boxes back by this point. Yeah. No. Okay. Honestly, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like by the end of Overwatch One, the loot boxes were not bad. Like. Because they obviously they're still a microtransaction because you could pay money to get them, blah, blah, blah and it's and it's gambling. But the amount of free ones that they gave you was actually like really good. Like they would give you a ton of free ones just for playing the game and playing events pretty normally. Like yeah. they were honestly very before Overwatch Two started, they were very generous with it to the point where like whenever I would play, especially if it was like during you know the Christmas event or something, it felt like I had a good chance of getting a bunch of skins for that event just by playing the game which is how it should feel like yes you can still pay money to buy the skins that you want or to buy all the skins but you can get some for free and also like they had the in-game currency whatever it was to also just be able to buy this to buy like a skin if you really wanted it so like it felt like they had a good amount of things to do where you could you know also you had to pay for the game up front so they weren't as predatory with the with the microtransactions also or the cosmetics I honestly was fine paying for the full game yeah. and getting a full fucking game. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's nice paying for a full game, but then they but then they were like, oh, well, the new the new thing now is a battle pass. You know, at Fortnite did it and a bunch of other games did it, and it's you can make more money that way, so we're going to try and make more money by switching to a battle pass. It's more profitable. That's why. <laughs> well, I feel like it wouldn't be as bad if they didn't, replace overwatch one with this yeah yeah exactly it's like, like the original game is gone you can't play it anymore that's the worst thing i wish for the love of god we could go back to overwatch one yeah anyway let's let's move that on. was a good time <laughs> that was a good time before we do because we're ending with what we watch and what we play playing because Baldur's mm -hmm. gate 
let us go take a journey back to the wonderful land of WWE. I'm so excited. Another story time. I was originally going to tell you the story of the white boy challenge. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that that will have to wait. <laughs> what the but, fuck? well, A, I, I, I sent you a video on it already. So you are, I, I thought you would already know that one. Maybe I do. It's the one so where I, Goldberg I, beats the guy in less than five minutes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I do know that. Sorry. That, I, I didn't I didn't remember that being the name of it. Yeah. No, I I love that I love that one, but you you've already seen that one. I should have mm. saved that one. That one was great. I might just tell it just to tell it another day. However, though that's all old stuff. We are going to talk about Something that happened not very recently, but still more recently. This was in 2010. So back in like 2009, I think it was. I don't, I don't remember exactly when they debuted. But this group called The Nexus showed up. It was, so they started like a third show called NXT, which was this weird reality show type thing that they eventually turned into like an actual wrestling show. Thank the fucking gods. But... It, from the first season of the show, there were eight superstars. And one night, at during the main event of Raw, they just came on to the show, beat the shit out of everyone, tore the ring apart, and just at- attacked the crew and everybody. Like, it was brutal. It was really cool, too. So, they, they started this thing where they would fight John Cena. And John Cena beat them. And then took their leader, Wade Barrett, and literally buried him under a pile of chairs. Holy shit. <laughs> like, they th- like the Nexus was supposed to be, like, the next big thing. But unfortunately, they could not get past the wall that was John Cena at the time. <laughs> so, Wade Barrett, the original leader, was exiled from the group after he lost a steel cage match. And the new leader then became CM Punk, who at the time, was, like, one of the biggest things in wrestling. He still is pretty big, but not not nearly this big. Mm-hmm. And he started basically turning it. He called it the New Nexus. And he started, like, turning it into this weird little cult where the members had to do initiation processes. What the fuck? So, like, during his first time talking to them as their leader... He's like, I need to see which one of y'all are serious. You're each going to take these kendo sticks and beat the shit out of each other with them. <laughs> so, like, as you do. When you... Yeah, so, so basically, when given the opportunity, he was like, I'm just going to be a cult leader. That, that, that's what I'm going to do. This is the second time he's like, I'm just going to be a cult leader, by the way. <laughs> the first time was when he did the Straight Edge Society, another story we could talk about. Hmm. Or we could talk about, because it involved Rey Mysterio. But, mm-hmm. um, so, basically, two of the members, Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel, were like, fuck no, we're not going to do that, and they left the group. <laughs> so, like, those two were fucked off. Then, CM Punk was like, before the Royal Rumble, he, they had a group meeting where he goes, you've all made great sacrifices to b- prove you belong in Nexus. With the power of sacrifice... The new Nexus will make sure CM Punk wins the Battle Royal and goes on to WrestleMania. 
So now he's just using these guys to try to get him into, like, the fucking main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? So, first off, did not work. <laughs> <laughs> he was not successful. Yep. So, he lasted the longest in the match, but John Cena eliminated him. <laughs> and that, you would that, think, that pesky John Cena. Yep. You would think that would lead to a feud with John Cena, right? Mm-hmm. No. It led to a feud with Randy Orton for some reason. What the fuck? Was Randy Orton involved at all? No, not even a little bit. I don't understand why they started feuding with him. But essentially, over the next few weeks, Randy Orton would just systematically pick off the new Nexus members one by one, causing... Basically, by just straight up kicking them in the head like their head was a football. (laughs) Amazing. Around this time, Orton had this move called, literally, it was just called the punt kick, where he would start in one corner, the other guy would be on his hands and knees in the other corner, and he would just run up and kick them in the fucking head. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good move. That that seems like it'd be pretty effective. Oh, it was very effective to the point where it got banned because it kept injuring people. (laughs) It was really, it was really funny. And... Once again, and so Orton then just beats the shit out of Punk twice. Which led to fucking just more a cavalcade of shit. Like, one was at WrestleMania, one was at Extreme Rules. And then, one by one, more people just start to leave this fucking group. When (laughs) CM Punk just starts making them do more and more crazy shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And it all basically just, I think this was all just a reason for them to just get rid of the Nexus. But they didn't want to just disband these eight people. So they had CM Punk just come in and be like, I'm going to fucking manipulate these people. And then just make them do just horrible shit to each other until they say no. What? (laughs) But you know who got the best deal out of all this though? Who? CM fucking punk. Fucking how? This guy's a menace to society. (laughs) (laughs) So, actually, I want to talk about the new Nexus solely so I could tell you about the fucking pipe bomb promo. (laughs) Which is... Okay, okay. Because, A, that is a fucking crazy story to begin with. Basically, we're going to bring this dude... Into this group that used to be big. We don't want to break up the group by them just breaking up. So instead we're going to have a guy just fucking just see how far they'll go before they say, we're not doing this. But basically, CM Punk eventually, while he was still the leader of New Nexus, mind you, Mm -hmm. became the number one contender for John Cena's WWE Championship at Money in the Bank. This led... To one of the greatest storylines in all fucking pro wrestling. Oh, no. So we're going from weird to amazing. <laughs> and I mean this in all honesty. Essentially, what happened was, in the buildup to this, CM Punk revealed that his actual WWE contract, like this was no joke, his actual contract expired the night of Money in the Bank, where he was the number one contender for the championship. Mm-hmm. So essentially, he was saying that he is not going to re-sign. He is going to go to Money in the Bank, 
beat John Cena and leave WWE as the champion. <laughs> that so it's it's just his fucking life's goal at that point. Yeah, he's just like I want this to be a fucking nightmare for everybody. <laughs> like legitimately, he's he got like Vince McMahon. Like again, he got Vince McMahon in the ring, and he's like, I will sign this. If you become my bitch, essentially. <laughs> He's like, I will kick you in the balls and you will smile and apologize to me. What? Holy shit. Which, by the way, this was at the height of the we hate John Cena mm-hmm. shit. So people were getting behind CM Punk in such a big way. Like, people loved him at this point. Yeah. So, at, at this point, was John Cena just, like, way too dominant? Like, people wanted to take him down? Pretty much. It was It was the be- It was in the height of the Cena wins lull era. Mm-hmm. Which is a funny era, because Cena wins lull. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I was, a chi- I was, like, a child around this time. I was still, like, I think I was in sixth grade or something mm-hmm. around this time. So, I was just happy to see John Cena win. <laughs> But looking back at it, I'm like, no. <laughs> like, oh, it's John Cena. He's my favorite guy. Yeah. But essentially, all of this kept building and building. So mm-hmm. he refused to sign the extension to his contract because John Cena punched him in the face. Like, he was like, he legitimately started bringing in John Cena's, like, personal life into this. Like, Holy shit. Which I don't know if was in the script or not <laughs> that, <laughs> that, there, there was real bad blood it wasn't that they weren't making any of that shit up i don't know if this was real bad blood or not well because apparently cm punk loved working with john cena mm-hmm. he was like john cena was one of my favorite guys to work with so i don't think he hated john at all but <laughs> it's like he was like i'm gonna say this to you in front of you in front of your family because i because they need to hear this too that you sold out he's from boston so he, he's like, you are no longer the underdogs. You are no longer the Red Sox. You're a dynasty. You are the New York Yankees. And then John punches him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing. I, it's a great, isn't it? And then um, it all builds to one fateful night. That night being what is known as the pipe bomb promo. Which to, oh to this God. day is one of the greatest wrestling promos you will ever hear. So, do you mind if I fucking read this? Yeah, no, absolutely not. This might take me a bit. Again, I'm not going to say this as good as CM Punk did. But, holy fuck. So, this happens right after John Cena gets put through a fucking table. So, CM Punk, in a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt, goes onto the ramp with a microphone and sits down. And just goes, John Cena, while you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this. Because because before I leave in three weeks with your WWE championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. Damn. Now, something that's important is WWE likes to script a lot of its promos. It does. Mm -hmm. This was entirely unscripted. Holy shit! That wait, was it like literally just off the 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 fucking chest, or did, yeah. did he have like a paper or something? According to CM Punk, he had no idea what he was going to say until he went out there. Damn! 
There was only that's, one. That's fucking crazy. There was only one thing he had to say, which was the which was the line for them to cut him off at the end. But <laughs> but he's like, I have a lot of things I want to get out of my chest. I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than the people in the back. I hate this idea that you're the best because you're not. I'm the best. Damn. <laughs> I'm the best in the world. There's one thing you're better at than I am, and that's kissing Vince McMahon's ass. <laughs> you're as good as kissing. You're as good at kissing Vince's ass as Hulk Hogan was. Although I don't think you're as good as Dwayne was. He's a pretty good ass kisser. Always was and still is. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm the best wrestler in the world. I've been the best since day one when I walked into this company, and I've been vilified and hated since that day because Paul Heyman saw something in me that nobody else wanted to admit. That's right, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You know who else was a Paul Heyman guy? Brock Lesnar. And he split just like I'm splitting. But the biggest difference between me and Brock is I'm leaving with the WWE Championship. I've, I've grabbed damn, that, that goes hard as fuck. Oh, it gets better. I've grabbed so many of, of Vincent Ken, K. McMahon's brass imaginary rings that it finally dawned on me that they're just that. They're completely imaginary. The only thing that's real to me and the fact that day in... The only thing that's real is me and the fact that day in and day out for almost six years, I have proved to everyone in the world that I'm the best on this microphone, in that ring, even in commentary. No one can touch me. And no matter how many times I prove it, I'm not on your little collector's cups. I'm not on the cover of the programs. I'm barely promoted. I don't get to be in movies. I'm certainly not on, on any crappy shows on the USA Network. Keep in mind, Raw is on USA Network. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not on the poster WrestleMania. I'm not on the signature that's promoted at the start of the show. I'm not on Conan O'Brien. I'm not on Jimmy Fallon. But the fact of the matter is I should be. And trust me, this isn't sour grapes, but the fact that Dwayne is in the main event at WrestleMania next year and I'm not makes me sick. Oh, and hey, Holy let me just shit. get something straight. Those of you who are cheering me right now, you're a bigger part of me leaving as anything else because you're the ones who are sipping on those collector's cups right now. You're the ones who buy those programs that my face is on the cover of. And then at five in the morning at the airport, you try to shove it in my face so you can get an autograph and sell it on eBay because you're too lazy to get a real job. <laughs> He, he's just fucking entering his villain arc. He really <laughs> is. I'm leaving WWE with the WWE Championship on July 17th in hell. Who knows? Maybe I'll go defend it in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe I'll go back to Ring of Honor. Which, by the way, you do not fucking mention other promotions on oh, WWE. Oh, yeah, yeah. McMahon hated that so much. Yeah, because the one thing McMahon does care about is his fucking brand. He absolutely cares about that. Yeah, he does not want people tuning into these other promotions at all. The reason I'm leaving is you people, because after I'm gone, you're still going to pour money into this company. I'm just a spoke on the wheel. The wheel is going to keep turning, and I understand that. Vince McMahon is going to make money despite himself. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? Because he, he surrounds himself with glad-handed, nonsensical, douchebag, yes, douchebag, censored. I don't know what the fuck, it, why the fuck it's a censored. Douchebag, <laughs> yes, men, like John Laurinaitis, who's going to tell him everything he wants to hear. And I like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon is dead. But the fact is, it's just going to be taken over by his idiotic daughter, 
and his doofus son-in-law and the rest <laughs> of his stupid family. Wait, well, when, when did this happen? How, how true is this? No, this... I'll send you the clip because hearing him say this is insane. It happened July the, 27th. Well, wait, July? Mm-hmm. I think it happened June 27th, 2011. Wait, no, because I, I, I meant like, like how much of what he said came to pass. I mean... A lot, but at the same time, when it did get taken over by his daughter and his son-in-law, it got better. So Yeah. <laughs> and then he ends with, let me tell you a personal story about Vince McMahon. All right, we we got to do this whole anti-bullying campaign, and then his microphone gets cut off. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And, and this all ends with the match between John Cena and CM Punk. Most most people say it is their it is one of the greatest matches ever. I think they have mm-hmm. one better match. But essentially, it like if John Cena loses this match, he's going to get fired. And CM Punk is leaving. So you think the clear favorite is going to be John Cena to win this. Right, right. But at the same time, they're also doing Money in the Bank in Chicago, which is CM Punk's hometown. So imagine... Somebody just cut that promo, mm-hmm. and like a boxer cut that promo, and then the fight was happening in their hometown. How hot would that crowd be? Yeah, no, and I, I feel like the entire fucking world is rooting for CM Punk after that, right? Yeah, they one hundred percent are. So even though they're like they're not gonna fire John Cena, blah 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 blah. CM Punk beats John Cena, wins Holy the shit. title, and fucks off. <laughs> And that is the wow. end. That is the end to... And with that also, that's the end of the new Nexus, by the way. Because he's still wearing new Nexus shit during this. <laughs> so, so technically, the new Nexus ends with CM Punk beating John Cena and leaving through the Chicago crowd with the WWE Championship. Holy fucking shit. What a fucking... That, uh, is it possible to have a more baller exit from anything? I don't, I don't think so. Oh, the best was Vince McMahon was at ringside. And as he's leaving <laughs> through the crowd, he blows him a kiss. <laughs> Damn, that's cold. That's that's icy cold. It would have been better if CM Punk actually left WWE for mm. like a few months, but he was back in two weeks. Right, yeah. <laughs> Makes it feel less serious. But okay, as as much as it could possibly be that like he wasn't su- very serious about leaving and like, you know, he was just trying to do entertainment. There's definitely there was definitely some real anger and like vitriol in, in that speech, especially knowing that that was just like off the cuff. Yeah. Oh, no. CM Punk hates the McMahons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that much of it is absolutely real. I, if, I could just tell. Like CM Punk is in AEW right now, but mm-hmm. when he was in WWE... What happened was he famously just fucking walked out of the company, never to return. Like, legitimately, he was like, I'm fucking sick of this. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And he just leaves. Like, <laughs> like, you know what? Fuck it. We're out of here. Exactly. So-, <laughs> so, so how did he originally, did he like just negotiate a new contract? Because you said like his contract actually had like gone out or ended, right? Yeah, so what, a few we- like a, t- a week or two before Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. they did negotiate a new contract. Oh, okay. And he came back two weeks later with the Cult of Personality intro. 
<laughs> so that was oh fucking hell stupid xbox notification oh. that was the whole thing but like fucking hell that was an insane storyline to watch like it led to one of the best video packages that promo mm-hmm. is considered one of the best promos of all time yeah that was fucking awesome just just you reading that speech not even like you know seeing the video or his like voice rate like that just you reading that was sick it's just like what helps is like the imagery of him in the stone culture yeah. just sitting cross-legged on the stage while john cena lays in the ring and he's like as he's saying this he's getting more and more angry and you could like you said you could tell like this is real <laughs> Yeah, at least some of that was him getting shit off his chest. Oh no! What that he literally starts it by saying, "I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest," and yeah. I firmly believe. <laughs> oh my fucking god! I love telling you about these wrestling storylines, dude. I do. I love hearing about them. I really do. You so, okay? Here's my question for if we do when we do this in the future. Do you only want the weird ones, or do you also want like the really fucking good ones? Um, you know what? Honestly, either like, is like, like that that one was all was weird, but also epic. Also, why was that called the pipe bomb? I don't exactly know because that, I think it was because I, it destroyed the lines between what was like sports entertainment and what was real. Oh, uh, okay. I, I thought someone was going to get, like, threatened with a pipe bomb, which also would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. No, pipe bomb's just, like, a term in wrestling. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. You know what? Since this one was a mix of weird and good, but I, it mainly just as an excuse for me to tell you about the pipe bomb. Yeah, <laughs> that's sick. Um, I think next next time we do this, I will give you just a flat-out good storyline. Okay. I, I, that would be great. Yeah. Because either way, it's fucking, it's incredibly entertaining. Just like the WWE for any wrestling. Oh, 100%, dude. 100%. Anyway, it's time for what we watch and what we play. What are we watching and what are we playing? So, do uh, do you want to start with what we watching? Yeah, because we're going to end with uh, playing. What we playing. Oh, shit. How about that? Um, Okay. Do you want me or you? Um, I'll I'll start with what, what we're watching. Um, one thing is, I watched Demolition Man uh, this weekend with my girlfriend. What a great movie! Holy shit, what a great movie! <laughs> That's with Stallone, right? Yeah, Stallone and Wesley Snipes. But with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, like a, a very young Sandra Bullock. Cause apparently the movie's from 1993, which is crazy. <laughs> it was such an entertaining movie, holy shit. I will say, though, my, my one critique of it and this may have just been like the version we watched was like the sound was absolute shit in terms of like the gunshots and everything like the explosions were really really loud and then the dialogue felt like it was like a fucking whisper like we literally had to keep adjusting the volume because it was like that bad like it was that imbalanced i i love that movie i know no, but the, the, the movie itself though was incredible I, I had a great time watching it i it's just Stallone and Wesley Snipes running around screaming at each other for an hour. Yeah, like, no, no, specifically screaming one-liners at each other. Exactly. It's so funny. <laughs> I also just really fucking like how, like, they see Stallone as this barbaric caveman. 
where like the, the, the fucking police chief in like in like one set like one dialogue calls him like 20 different words for caveman i also do like how like for some fucking reason the three seashells is so it's such a weird thing that people get hooked it's so on. odd there, there's there's a lot of parts of like the the fucking future world that are just very odd that are like I, I it's kind of funny that they just don't explain you mean like the fucking how like the fancy food is like taco bell or some shit yeah <laughs> it's all just weird also I, I just i just fucking love like the running gag throughout the entire movie of like the swear word word filter i love uh, it's always in the fucking that, background like bill like binging that is that was what i was gonna talk about like when he's going to the bathroom he's like you shit eating fuck brain like <laughs> when he uses his fucking toilet paper yes <laughs> but but then like even in like an action scene when they're like running around and yelling if they're like screaming curse words at each other you can hear it going off in the background i never noticed that it, it's really, really funny. That's really funny. Holy shit. Oh my god. That's a... What a great fucking movie. It, it's a really good movie. It, it is just like the perfect... Like, it's just unashamedly just all the fucking every cliche or whatever you can imagine. It's just so great. Oh my god. That's amazing. W- what have you been watching? So... Besides more suits, uh, I have been watching an old favorite of ours. I have uh-huh. been re-watching Amphibia. Oh. I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> You're ready for it to build you up just to just to let you down? You know, I, yeah, actually, I really am. Because you know how I know it's going to hurt me all over again the same way? How? Was because we watched Hopping Mall recently. Me and my girlfriend uh-huh. watched Hopping Mall recently. Oh, yeah. And it got it got to the end and I started to cry. So <laughs> I was crying. I was crying when he was like, is it possible to miss someone you never met? And I was like, Fuck. oh, God, Damn. It's, it's working. Yeah, I know. I, I just remember getting to that po- fucking part. And I'm just like, and yeah, you know, it was just like a whatever, like pretty pretty standard episode. And then it like gets to the end. It's like, damn, damn, okay. I know it. I <laughs> like I it, was it like, gets real. I was like, we are not putting this episode below S tier because of that mm-hmm. moment alone. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Also, what I realized is because like I'm also doing list videos on my YouTube channel now. Mm-hmm. I would be a fucking idiot not to do an amphibia tier a list on my channel because we oh, yeah, ma- we made. We ranked them all already. Yeah. So I don't have to go through the trouble of figuring out, okay, what goes above what? Hmm. Also, I can rewrite a wrong that you made and put Sprig Gets Schooled firmly right above Cracking Miss Croker where it belongs at the fucking bottom. <laughs> you, had it up, you had it up a few more spots, and I didn't want to argue oh, with you. Sorry, that, that was fucked up of me. You, to be fair, though, Anything in D tier was garbage, so we weren't really like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't too. Con- I wasn't defending any anything too hard at that at that level. Exactly. We didn't want to. You we were like, I don't think it's that bad, and we were just both like, we don't want to put in the effort to argue yeah. about this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm yeah, I'm rewatching that. I I watched the new episodes of Futurama too. Oh yeah. They're they're fine. It's just Futurama again. Mm-hmm. But I'm. I'm hoping, like, this season they're not going to have one of those Jurassic Bark episodes. 
what 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 is that? Is that like a, something from other recent episode or recent seasons? It's the episode with Seymour, the dog. Oh, oh no! Because like they just came back, and I feel like uh-huh. the reason those episodes worked was because they didn't happen like in the first or second season. Hmm. You know, like they have like the 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 heartfelt episodes like felt earned. And if they do one right now, I don't think it'll feel earned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I heard that like it, it kind of felt like the like episode, the newest episodes in this season was kind of like out of touch or like not as great. So I I have seen that there's one that's like on like crypto, which feels really so fucking dated. I that's the one I'm actually watch. I was watching before we started. Oh, this. Okay, and I mean I. I guess it's dated, but at the same time, like, if you watch any of the old shit, it's all dated too. Like, yeah, like it, it's not it's not exactly like it was timeless. Yeah, but that's the thing is that it, it's not timeless, but it still works. Mm-hmm. That's Futurama, and it it still works. So I mean, I'm not gonna complain. Hmm. But yeah, that's that's all I've been watching. So uh, surprisingly little, I guess. The- Last week it was two weeks worth of stuff. <laughs> it was last week. I was watching so many fucking things, and unless Jules is in the chat and reminds me of anything else that we watched, that's um, it. I think that's it. Knowing me, I'll fucking be like, I forgot about this. Like later, but yeah. well, that's okay. That always happens. That's fine. <laughs> that's literally a state. Oh, the Superman show. Yeah, we watched that too. Um, oh yeah, the the new animated show. Uh, yeah, and only murders mm-hmm. in the building. All right, we mm. mentioned those last week. Oh, there was a uh-huh. f- there was a fucking Kingdom Hearts reference in the most recent episode of the Superman show. Holy shit! I was so happy. Kingdom Hearts reference spotted. Kingdom Hearts reference detected. I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like RoboCop. Like my prime directives are notice Kingdom Hearts references, talk about Kingdom Hearts references, like Kingdom Hearts references. The only um, things I know are Kingdom Hearts references and breathing. <laughs> I'm not that good at the breathing stuff. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to what we're watching, what we're playing. Uh, what, we, what are we playing? Well, what, at least for me, what I've been playing, um, there's a couple older games, but otherwise, it's just been Baldur's Gate. So can we do me first? Because yeah, I want yeah, to end with Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. I have been playing Remnant 2. Okay, and you're playing it on your your PS5, right? Yes, and even though it is a game clearly meant to be played with multiple people, and I am playing mm-hmm. it very single player, oh, yeah. I do still enjoy it quite a bit. Oh yeah. Well, so w- what what is the actual game or like gameplay? It's really hard to explain because it kind of feels like Destiny, where you have mm-hmm. like a loadout and you can buy guns and you get materials to upgrade your stuff and all that, but you're also in this open world where your objectives are not clearly marked. So there's a lot of exploration you have to do. And there's a lot of things that you can do in these map in this map that you're it's not necessarily going to tell you how to do. Like I found this crash crashed spaceship and there's this thing that will scan you and go eh eh like it'll tell you no. But you can listen to this recording of like what about what's beyond that door. 
So there's clearly something you can do to get past there. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know how to do it, and it doesn't seem to be part of the story in any way, shape, or form. It's sort of like in Zelda, when you pass that guy who's doing the signs. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he's there. You can find mm -hmm. him. You can help him. But you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a, like a completely optional thing that you could you could pass by or, like, could be a, like, cool piece of content that you find. Exactly. Although, what really stands out to me about this game was, at one point, I was like, I feel like I chose the wrong character class. I'm going to mm -hmm. start a new game and... Um, try a different class. So I did that, and I there, thank God there was an option to skip the tutorial because I did. And when I started, like when the game loaded, it was an entirely new map. Like everything about what? it. Was, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It was um, so like the first map that I got. It was like this alien planet with robots and like zombies and and these weird alien like creatures. Oh shit. <laughs> but this second one was like old-timey London where everyone was insane and shit. It felt some like something out of Elden <laughs> like Ring. Bloodborne or Elden Ring, yeah. Exactly. So I was like I was like kind of not vibing with the game, but then mm. that happened and I'm like it okay. switched up. I'm like, well, to be fair, I was like Okay, now I'm a little more curious, but mm -hmm. so I, I ultimately decided to go back to the original file mm -hmm. because I realized like I can't just get back to where I was because the entire map is fucking different. Yeah, is it? Is, can you like get back to the old map or like, it's literally just completely changed? I don't fucking know. That's the thing. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> so I'm gonna play my old file to it's see what happens unknown. when I mm -hmm. when I beat this first map. Mm -hmm. But I think that's really fucking cool. Yeah, that that's like crazy that they would have like like that much different. Well, apparently, like I heard shit like, like this is a game that's meant to be replayed over and over again, mm -hmm. sort of like a roguelike, but it's not a roguelike. So, so like apparently, there's this thing that can happen if you like if you if you choose this map and go here, there is a chance this thing might happen. It may mm -hmm. not, but it could happen. I'm just sitting there like, that's awesome. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to see if I can find more random stuff and see what happens if I can go to different maps or whatever. But yeah, I'm enjoying it, honestly. I feel like I would enjoy it more if I was playing it with people, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I've been busy with a different game. Y yes, you have. And I even played a little bit of this game. Very uh, well, you you got through the character creator, barely. Anyways, the main meat and potatoes of what we wanted to talk about today: mm -hmm. fucking Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, it's the game that has that came out recently and has been fucking shocking everyone basically because it's like it's one of if not like the like highest reviewed or rated games on on like I don't know one of the review sites Metascore or something. Um, but it's like being received extremely extremely positively like everyone seems to love it and i decided to try it out and i fucking love it too like it is just very very fun game so before we go on i just gotta say this because mm -hmm. i have shat on this game before it came out i shat on this game so fucking much 
Mm-hmm. So I what? So I now fully have to eat my fucking words. From, <laughs> from what I have seen and the very little that I have played, it seems like so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fun, and it's it's also just like it's really really well made. Because like, okay, the the gameplay essentially is. It's a video game version of Dungeons and Dragons, like the tabletop game D and D. It's essentially a video game version of that, where you have a party of four people, and like it's the same classes from D and D. It's the same like combat style of D and D. There's like the skill checks that are like from D and D, but there's also like a lot of the creativeness from it, where like instead of just having the main quest, there's all these side stories and stuff, and people you can help, or like you can choose to just fucking kill them if you want to. You basically everyone i've talked to you can choose to kill them instead if you want to it could end badly because you could get the entire town to fucking hate you if you do that but like if you want to you can and also just the characters in this game are so interesting yeah no the the game is like like every aspect of the game basically is like really well made because like if it was just you know some whatever game that was based on D D or had like like the mechanics of D D it'd be okay but like every part of it is so well made and like clearly had so much care put in like the writing is really good the story so far is is really great the characters are like really really interesting and like they're all different and unique and like actually have you know pretty interesting personalities like there's one that is probably very obviously a vampire <laughs> but then uh, the ultimate reveal that he's a vampire is when he wakes up in the middle of your of the night and tries to fucking eat you or tries to bite your neck. What? Is that yeah. a spoiler? No, not really. Well, because he's obviously a vampire. Yeah. Is his name Edward? Uh, basically. <laughs> Does he sparkle? No, he doesn't do that. That's unfortunate. That's that. There's really a missed opportunity there. It, it really is a missed opportunity. I think he should have sparkled. Yeah. And he also should have, should have said, hang on tight, spider monkey. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, like I said, I've been really, really enjoying the game. I'm only like 10 or 15 hours in so far, but I've been having a lot of fun. It's it, It's just like very great. Like, I feel like a lot of people are talking about how good it is, but like, it actually is that good. Like, it's worth trying out. If apparently, if your computer can handle it. So, I last night I did try to play this game, mm-hmm. and because my computer hates me with a passion that usually is saved for ex spouses, my it, my computer just can't run anything ever. <laughs> it it was really struggling. It was really really struggling. It was having a tough time. I had all the settings on low, and it was mm-hmm. still fucking struggling. Yeah, you turned it down to the point where it looked like it was like Oblivion. Yep. <laughs> Instead of a game that came out in twenty twenty three, which was really upsetting because like again, for the little bit that I played, I did enjoy myself, and I do not like this style of game. But I think it because it's so unforgivingly D and D. Mm-hmm. it's fun because i have this sense of freedom to do anything right like, yeah like you you can be as like orderly or chaotic or evil as you want to be literally oh pibble Sockhole was gonna be the most vile thing to ever come across the land let me tell you he yeah. was going to be 
he was going to be what I call lawful chaotic, <laughs> where he's the most chaotic being, but all within the realm of the law. <laughs> you, you will not be violating the law. However, you will be an evil, an evil entity. Exactly. I will be making it so that everyone hates my guts, but nobody can do anything because I'm technically not breaking any laws. Yeah. There is um there is multiplayer in the game, and so like you can have instead of your character and three NPCs, you can have your character and then as many friends as you want, and then the other spaces are filled with NPCs. But um Jordan and I were thinking of doing a playthrough where we're just I, I don't know what they called it. I think there's like a specific name for it in like D and D. Um, but essentially, it's just you're just evil and you kill anyone you can. Oh, murder hobos. <laughs> and just, that, that's it yes yeah yeah just a, a playthrough of being a murder hobo of just running from town to town just annihilating shit i re- i really hope that i can get my computer running or like get a new computer before y'all do that so i can join in on the fun yeah i, I don't know how exactly the multiplayer works because like right now like jordan and i are both playing it and i imagine they're far enough ahead of me where i couldn't just like play multiplayer with them like that it wouldn't work like that but i think if we like all started around the same time we could definitely do that oh 100 percent. but there's no way jordan's gonna stop their yeah. file i also oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah no they won't so it would have we'd have to start start a new one which i wouldn't mind like i've been fucking loving the game yeah oh i do also like love that the most damaging move in the game is called owlbear from the top rope Oh my god! I love how this has just been discovered, and yes. like it—it's it, not just like oh, it's like a big like fireball nuke. It is the—if you've seen videos of it, it, is the goofiest fucking move in the game. I love it. That would be my go-to move every time. Oh yeah, absolutely! My God, my God! Oh god! It—it—I—it it, it does look like a fun game, and I'm fully prepared to say i was fucking wrong <laughs> i mean i got i got it by this point i called it a dnd looking ass motherfucker i called it yeah. bootleg i said you're not really selling me on this how is this supposed to get me excited you got jk simmons that's it you got nothing mm-hmm. else you got no nothing. i was so fucking wrong <laughs> you got nothing you got no talent i i appreciate you you uh walking it back though well i'm I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it's not great. Yeah. (laughs) Though here's my question now. Zelda or this? What do you got for game of the year? I'm still like way, way too early into this game to say. But like that's a tough question. Because like they they are both very, very different games. But I I don't know. I still think Zelda. Yeah. Zelda I think for the gameplay. But like this game game definitely has way more like story and dialogue and stuff involved in, in it. Oh yeah, content-wise, this blows Zelda out of the water. Yeah. Also, this game, like with like good high graphics settings, whatever, looks amazing. Like the characters look in- insanely detailed. I wouldn't know <laughs> because again, it, it looks like Skyrim. Yep. Uh, oh my! Oh my God! Wait. Um. You finish. No. Um. Just when I was playing it, my girlfriend was walking by and she was like, "What the fuck? That literally looks like real life." Like she was. Uh- confused by why the graphics look so good it's it's so good that other game developers are scared now yeah yeah they, they, the game is so good apparently without microtransactions or any of that bullshit that people are like how this this shouldn't be possible you shouldn't be allowed to make good games anymore i know <laughs> fucking dumbasses 
Anyway, I just realized I forgot to tell you about the tree. Oh, fuck. All right, well, we'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after for sure. Okay. So I might... Yeah, we'll talk about it after. Fuck that. We'll not, we're, they're not, not going to know. We're just going to be like, oh, the tree, and then we're going to end the fucking episode. <laughs> anyway. What's the tree? Anyway, with that, mom is calling us up for dinner. For Thank sure. you. This this has been a lot of fun. I love I love these episodes where we just kind of get yeah. to talk shit about just stuff. shooting the shit. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank. What the fuck am I saying? Uh huh. <laughs> Griffin, do you want to take this? I'm I'm, I'm losing it. <laughs> All right. Well, Sam is delving into a coma. That's okay. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with the beans. With the beans, the beans and the trees. We'll tell you the story about the beans and the trees. All right. Thanks for stopping, everyone. Get the fuck out of our house. Bye. It was so fucking delayed, dude. Bye.